guys, it's Simple J Assista here with another episode for you guys. I know I said on Sundays moving forward I would be doing advice Sundays and support Sundays, highlighting, you know, songs, music, um, small businesses, as well as um, podcasters that I think you guys should also um, listen to and support. Yesterday was Sunday, today's Monday. I'm off by a day. Don't kill me. Scheduling in terms of work. After I left work, I was supposed to get the podcast done, but I got really, really busy and sidetracked. And I am so sorry, guys, but I promise to stick to the schedule moving forward and I will do the best I can to honor everything I say in terms of plans that I have, ideas that I have that I vocalize to you guys definitely moving forward I will try to keep to that schedule and be on time with the podcast so accept my apologies but I know you guys love me so much so you will forgive me thank you in advance and again sorry I didn't get to do my Sunday advice but today's Monday it's not too far away so I'm just gonna do the advice and support section today and instead of it being Sunday advice it's gonna be advice Monday and support Monday okay guys um, today is February 24th and a lot of you who are sports fans especially basketball fans today is the memorial service for Kobe Bryant it's being aired right now I was really watching it for a little bit but I had to just finish putting it on TiVo and taping the rest because I got really emotional. I figured I wouldn't still be this emotional um, a month later, but I'm still at that place where I saw Kobe as invincible. So it's very hard for me to basically still accept the fact that he's not here and that he's gone and he is no more and also hard for me to accept the fact that he probably died maybe holding his daughter who was also building her own career and maybe would have gone on to be such a great female basketball player and it's just really tough so I just couldn't finish watching the whole thing so I taped it and I'll probably just leave it there until I find that I'm in a better space where I won't be bawling every two seconds where I will just go and I'll just watch it um, besides from the Kobe Bryant memorial that's going on um, sports fans if you're a baseball fan, this is for you. So I know lately we've been bombarded with the information about the Houston Astros and how they did cheating with the sign stealing and how that probably helped them win the 2017 pennant. And a lot of people had different opinions. I think I saw an interview where um, Big Papi Ortiz, who used to play for the Red Sox, said how he considered the guy who sounded the alarm Mike Fires who now plays for another team a big snitch because he actually was on that team that won but now you know he left or 
I don't know how he left. I don't keep track of him. So I'm not sure if he was traded or he opted out, whatever it is. But he left and now he sounded the alarm after the fact. But he had no issues while he was there when they were sign stealing and cheating to win. And there are others who are very, very adamant that it's it's very wrong that they're still allowed to be able to keep the championship because that championship is now tainted. No matter how you look at it, people. That championship is tainted because you got that on the falsehood. You got that on the false pretenses. You did not earn it the right way. Blood, sweat, and tears like everyone else has when they are fighting. Just like with Kobe, he worked his ass off to get to the top of basketball royalty. He earned that respect. He put in the hard work. He was in the gym after games sometimes. He was there. He was the first one in the gym and the last one to leave. He put in that time and worked his tail off to win his championships and also to earn the respect. And I think people look at this Houston Astros situation where they feel as though the players do not feel remorseful. It's very obvious to a lot of people. To me, myself, I see that too. That they don't seem remorseful. It's as if, okay, they found this out. Okay, we still have our championship. You guys need to get over it. It's a new year. And they don't seem to care that everybody now sees them as cheaters. They see them as people who robbed others who may have rightfully the people should be holding the pendant because they did it the right way they robbed others of the opportunity to experience what it feels like to be champions and the Houston Astros story with the cheating is basically the story of what's going on in life in life you have people who do that hard grind and work their way up to the top and then you have those who take the easy way out by cheating and skipping corners and basically taking the easy way out taking the path less traveled just to get to the ultimate end which is to lift a trophy or to gain millions or basically you know to be at the top or the pinnacle of whatever station it is you are in life and it's sad that people are now seeing this as an example of okay so now you can cheat you can be found out to be cheaters but then there's no serious punishment for you you get to keep your championship you get to keep your championship rings you get to keep whatever bonuses you guys make from being champions and everybody else has to just tolerate it because guess what that is what it is but this is what happens in life there's a lot of times when people cheat and even when they're found out they still aren't remorseful and because they already got what they wanted they couldn't care less how others feel and they're willing to take on now the villain role because that's pretty much what's going on with the Houston Astros they're now taking on the role of being villains now they see themselves as the bad guys so now this season is shaking up to be one for the ages because it's going to be the mentality of them saying it's us against the world basically and now they're just going to be like back in the days you had the bad boy pistons 
that had that rough and t- rugged mentality like they were really good but they just had that extra edge to them so i feel like that's what's gonna happen to the houston astros now they're basically going to have that extra edge to them and there's bad boy image and just we don't care and it's just us and it's either you're with us or you're not and it's very sad it would have been nice for them to be remorseful and understand that just on the outside looking in it's just distasteful what they did and so they should show a little bit of empathy to those who felt like they were slighted but i guess if you're not being punished for breaking the rules what would be the purpose of even feeling like you should empathize with others doesn't matter but this baseball season based on just not only the movements of other players like Mookie Betts and David Price leaving from the Red Sox going to the Dodgers the Dodgers are loading up because the Dodgers were basically slighted in this cheating scandal because the Houston Astros played against the Dodgers in that 2017 pennant that they won and now the Dodgers are loading up as much as they can and I know in they must feel as though okay we did everything the right way we basically worked our tails off did everything the right way got the right pitchers the right hitters the right coach trained hard during training camp did what we needed to do during the regular season got to the postseason won our games the right way got to the championship only to know that they got beat because guys knew ahead of time what pitches were coming and how do you now reconcile with yourself that you did everything the right way you got robbed but guess what those who robbed you aren't being punished so basically the houston astros are like bank robbers they went to the bank they stole millions of dollars right got out everybody knows they stole the police know everybody in the community knows they get a slap on the wrist uh just pay back the money or pay a fine or whatever it is but they don't go to jail they don't serve time this is what it feels like to everybody else they're not serving any time there's no justice basically and now the dodgers who did their part are now with the off-season acquisitions they have are loading up now we're having the yankees who also played the astros in the american league championship that season feeling slighted also so they're now loading up also and now you have the astros who are there saying okay we know we're a good team okay so we maybe did some bad stuff but we still have all the important parts still a good team on paper if we all think about it looking at everything so now this season is gonna be a season for the books because now you see all these top tier teams loading up to go after that one team that they feel like should not be considered a top tier team because they cheated so this baseball season is gonna be epic 
I would like to see some of those other teams who aren't always in perennial favorites do well this year, like the Mets. I'd like to see the Phillies do well this year. That would be great. I'd like to see a competitive NL and AL division because I feel like it's the same people every year that do well. Red Sox, Yankees. Last season, the Rays stepped up, which is very much a surprise to a lot of people, which was very impressive. But you'd like to see the AL be much more competitive and you'd like to see the NL be much more competitive. And I'm just hoping for that kind of situation this upcoming baseball season. With basketball, I know right now everybody is in the stage where they're still trying to get over the loss of Kobe. Because that is a tough one. And it's very going to be hard for a lot of people, even myself. It might take years for a lot of us to get over it because Kobe is such a pivotal part of the basketball arena, the basketball game, the way he is a great ambassador for the game. And he transcends basketball on a whole. So that will be tough. But if we can put that aside for a little bit, I also would like to see competitive basketball playoffs this season I feel like over the few years with the Warriors being as dominant as they were most people thought it was a foregone conclusion what would have happened except for last season where the Raptors won but then you still have those who thought okay the Raptors won but let's be clear um Clay got hurt it wasn't a hundred percent Let's be clear, Durant wasn't there mo- the the whole series. And when he did come back, he got hurt again. I mean, the team was not 100%. So a lot of people look at that and say, okay, yeah, Toronto won, but what if? And I don't think we want that this season. I'm hoping that this playoff season for basketball will be very epic, will be great. I'm liking the infusion of these new players that are very edgy and very fun to watch. I love watching Zion. He is fun to watch. And I love that he is very mature for his age. And I love when he does interviews because he's very, very keen on praising his teammates and also highlighting certain things about the game that you can see he's really soaking up and I love that I love Jay Morant from um, the Grizzlies love that kid he plays with an edge he's very feisty and I've been watching him since college so I've seen that part of his game before but I'm very much keen on seeing how much he matures over these few years coming and I feel like a Jimmer would have benefited from being around a Kobe more because Kobe would Kobe would have definitely nurtured that talent and have brought out much more skills that I feel like that kid has that hasn't re- he had, I think that happened scratch his surface as how good that kid could be and I'm hoping he will probably be taken under someone's wing like a D Wade or even a LeBron or even one of those old school guys like Akeem Elijah one and expand his game a little bit because I feel like there's so much there that once 
it is brought to the surface he could be such a great talent uh, and i can't wait to see him and zion they're gonna be great for years to come i would love to see these small market teams do so much better and grow so much so we can have a much more competitive competitive basketball playoffs as well as competitive season altogether um i'd like to see big names go to small markets it's tough when you know most of the big names are going to the big markets so everything is loaded up on the big markets and then those small markets get neglected but that's why i respect a Giannis who is very much opting into the milwaukee situation and is planning to just stay with the team Maybe he'll change his mind later on, but I appreciate him sticking with Milwaukee for now and just being there and having everything flow between him and other players that are coming in and watching that franchise grow. You just get so excited at the prospects of what can happen with other teams if they follow the same philosophy that Milwaukee follows. Philadelphia is not a bad team. I still, though, feel like Ben Simmons and Joel Embiid can't exist on the same team and they be great. I just don't see how that's gonna work. Maybe they'll prove me wrong, but I feel like in order to them to flourish, one has to go. Both can't be on the same team. I just don't see how that's gonna work. I love the fact that Miami now is having a resurgence. D-Wade is gone, but then they brought in Jimmy Butler, who's a feisty guy who's great on defense, but also to me is a leader and who can basically bring out the best in the other young players that are around him. So I love to see that blend, that mesh that they have, that core that they have in Miami. I think they're going to be great for a time to come. Let's hope they don't mess with that core too much and if they're going to bring in an addition it's going to be somebody that's going to fit right in to that mesh i would love to love to love to see teams like the grizzlies get better i would love to see teams like the knicks well i bring up the knicks but uh, every time i talk about the knicks i feel like uh, my heart sinks a little bit like your heart breaks a little bit because we all know that the issue is that if the owner doesn't step away completely this team may never ever smell success much less to see success anymore my opinion is that James Dolan is the real issue with the Knicks I know a lot of people might say no it can't be but he owns the team and I feel like at some point you need to understand that whatever you're doing isn't working you've had several coaches in a short span of time and the team still remains sub 500 way below 500 wins a win percentage I meant it's not working so you need to go back to the drawing board whatever analytics they're trying throw that out get someone who is basically interested in improving the Knicks 
interested in getting basketball mecca because that's the Knicks where they play Madison Square Garden is considered the mecca of basketball and yet still they're putting out a subpar product on the floor every night and they get good players and they ship them out and then they get good players and there's always some issue it's time for me personally everybody in the Knicks they need to start from scratch completely you drafted the young kid from Duke Barrett and get some other young players and if you can get one good all-star to come there and build around those and move forward but everybody needs to go the coaches need to go the front office needs to go the owner needs to go everyone needs to go you need to start completely front you need a blank canvas and start painting everything over the next will forever be as they would say trash terrible that's just a dumpster fire right now they need to get rid of the whole thing completely and start from scratch completely and it's sad because most of us remember when Knicks really weren't that bad and you used to love watching the Knicks and it's just terrible to watch how the descent has been into mediocrity and it's terrible but we can one can hope because a lot of people remember when the Warriors were terrible and now the Warriors are something to talk about so I'm sure the Knicks once they've gotten rid of everything completely and start afresh I'm sure given the right people they can turn this franchise completely around but for me it starts with the owner he needs to go completely for me he's he's just the epitome of too much he is the epitome of somebody who is just not doing their team the best justice he is really what's holding the team back let's just be honest for real it's terrible but I'm hopeful that they'll be able to start afresh start anew and things will work out and we'll all get excited to go to the Knicks games and see a good product being placed on the floor that we can enjoy and watch another team a lot of people would think would have been better this year are the Brooklyn Knights because they got Kyrie and KD granted KD is hurt but his physical therapy is going extremely well he's now doing practice sessions and most of us saw the video of him doing his um, shooting shoot around and he pretty much looked good um, I'm hoping he just doesn't rush to come back he takes his time to heal his body completely because we wouldn't want him to come back and then he gets hurt again so a healthy KD is something to watch that's a once in a lifetime player who with his length and uh, ability is just a, it's like watching Rembrandt paint a masterpiece 
it's just beautiful to watch so i'm hopeful that he takes the time to heal himself completely make sure he's a hundred percent and gets the pass from the doctors and everybody before he decides to come back because when he does come back that's going to be something beautiful to watch now on the flip side of that Kyrie Irving is also with the Brooklyn Nets now my opinion has always been that a lot of people think of Kyrie that he should be a leader and somebody who is at that point where he should be able to lead a team but I've always felt like Kyrie is not a leader Kyrie is more of the Robin to somebody's Batman he functions better in that role he doesn't have that ability to effectively lead and I still think he's stuck in his whole mentality of feeling like he's a star so he has to be selfish and I feel like once he gets out of that mentality and sees the game on a whole as a team sport another I think because I still feel like Kyrie plays for him he doesn't play for the team and maybe it's just my opinion I don't know if others share that same opinion but I feel like once he gets out of that and at this point I felt like he should have by now but maybe he still is going through his progressions to get to that point but once he gets to that point he understands that it's not a I thing anymore it's a we thing as a team thing I think he'll be great but for now he needs to work on understanding that he needs to get out of his head and focus on the team on a whole he's a good player I feel like he's a good player I would like to see him work more on his defense his defense for me gets lacking at times and I really would like to see him get to the point where he can become a lockdown defender I think that's the area of his game I would like to see improve overall he's a very good offensive player step back jumper amazing um, when he need, is needed to come up with a clutch shot that's one of the few players you can go to and get that clutch shot he does have that clutch gene in him but I feel like he needs to also understand that everything is a team concept and not a Kyrie concept and once he gets that out of his way he should be great but I'd like to also see the Brooklyn Nets do get better and get more competitive because I feel like the NBA as great a product as it is it's the second greatest product behind the NFL but I feel like it's inching close to be better than the NFL I feel like the these small markets need to start getting better coaches better staff better players and improve the quality that they're putting out on the basketball court so as we the consumers watching these games can now get a better product overall i'd just like to see these small markets do much better on a larger scale in terms of making the playoffs consistently in terms of getting to maybe the nba finals we're tired as a community seeing the same people in the finals we want to see different people every year because that's when you know the product is getting better because the competition is getting better the markets are improving 
So that's my hope that eventually the small markets will start improving and we'll get a much more competitive basketball season, basketball playoffs, and fresh faces yearly from small markets, even with a mix of the larger markets going to the basketball finals. Um, speaking of the NFL, um, ratings have been down, and I think a lot of people are kind of getting a little tired of whatever it is they feel like is going on with over the years has been just the lackluster I would think most people would say it's the lackluster product in the NFL overall on itself because then and then most people do are not happy with the whole Colin Kaepernick situation, how that unfolded, how the NFL handled that, how the NFL has handled domestic violence situations on a whole. There have been a lot of players who have been suspended for small things, and then there have been a lot of players that also have been suspended for bigger things but the the times don't line up the the punishments aren't across the board people feel as though the nfl isn't consistent with the punishments now one would highlight the miles garrett rudolph situation where miles garrett took the helmet off and hit him in the head and um nfl went in saw what happened, I guess, reviewed tapes, whatever. He was suspended indefinitely. Now, he was suspended, if I'm not mistaken, I think it's week 11. If it's not week 11, it's maybe week 12, but I think it's week 11. And indefinite means a long period of time. He was just reinstated, I think, a week or so ago. So basically, all he lost was six weeks, not six weeks, well, six weeks, because, you know, it goes to week 17, because you have a bye week. Six weeks of a paycheck. So most people are thinking, for that egregious situation, why was he just suspended for six weeks? When he could have caused serious harm to this guy. Internal damage. Who knows if this guy doesn't isn't going to have some kind of damage moving forward. And all he got was six weeks. And there are guys who are getting suspended for PEDs or substance abuse and are getting longer times. And so most people are like, this makes no sense. Like both are egregious. One is really inciting violence, and the next is cheating. They're both on the same level. Why is one getting a longer sentence than the other? They should be on the same level. And he only got six weeks. I felt like if you're going to suspend somebody, you say it's indefinite. Indefinite should be more than six weeks. It really should be. But again, 
this is the NFL, they make the rules. And now they're trying to come up with a new rule change where they're going to try to get oh, 17 weeks of football games and shorten the training training camp and the preseason games. And I'm thinking, 17 games? Yes, there's more football for us to watch, but let's look from it from the player's point of view. It's tough enough doing the 16-week schedule where by you're in a violent sport. Let's let's put it straight up honest. Football is a violent sport. It is not a ballerina type situation where you're like doing something really easy. Or maybe badminton or something like that. It's tough. It's violent. It's rugged. Guys are getting hit every week. No fail. People have suffered multiple concussions. Guys are suffering broken ribs. Messed up ankles. Shoulder problems. Back problems. Knee problems. And there's been so much research done on CTE which a lot of players are being diagnosed with after they leave football. And now you want to subject them to an extra week of punishment on their bodies. Most of the top players in the football league, if you know this, this season a lot of them got hurt. And it was tough to watch some of these games without the top players out there to shine and now you want to extend it to an extra week of these guys just getting pounded on I know people will look at it oh but they only play from September to December and if they go to the playoffs in January they have much more yes they play from September to December and if they go to the playoffs and to the Super Bowl to early February fine and now you're looking at it. They have March, April, May, June, July. Because training camp starts around that time. So essentially they have five months. Okay. But all that punishment their bodies took. It's going to take so much for them to de-stress. And declutter. And just take themselves away from that mentality. That they have to have from playing that sport. To reintegrate themselves back into regular day-to-day activities like taking out the trash or just sitting with their families some of these guys develop behavioral um problems they have a short fuse you say the smallest thing and they just snap just like that and they just want to just do the craziest things because they have to adopt a certain mentality to play this football game and the season is over they have nothing to do for five months. A lot of them end up getting in trouble because now they're not busy. They're not doing what they're usually doing for those 16 weeks. So now let's put an extra week in there, right? To now give them an extra week to get pounded on. An extra week to get beaten up. An extra week to maybe potentially get hurt. 
suffer some season ending injury or some brain injury or maybe some concussion who knows and nobody's looking at everybody's like oh that's just more games for us so no you have to look from it from the player's point of view and you got to understand these owners they're not thinking about the players long term they're thinking about money everything is driven by money they're thinking about how much more money they can generate moving forward no one is thinking oh if we put one more week it might be too much for the players no these owners are thinking about money they could potentially make everything we're in a capitalistic situation where everything is predicated on how much money you can make or gain if i do something what can i get out of it let's not think okay it's is more basketball i mean not basketball more football basketball is on the brain i'm sorry guys more football for us to watch let's think about the players long term there is so much that they suffer during that thing to give you a good product as a consumer that after they leave football most of them are very lucky to still have their wits about them to still be mentally able to function cuz players who've played before and they've left they will tell you the things they had to go through just to get themselves up to get to the game on a sunday it was tough it really was and it's hard enough especially listen to this some people they have to play a sunday game and then they turn around and they have to play a thursday game that's not easy now you want them to do an extra week of that let's be mindful of that these people are human beings they have lives outside of football do we really want to put them at more at risk the product will go down if most of these stars keep getting hurt. You won't have the stars out there playing. You won't want to tune in if the top guys aren't playing because they're hurt constantly. So, let's think about the players moving forward and not just think about oh, we're getting more football. No. It's a lot more on them. It's going to be taxing for them. It's going to be too much a lot so let's focus on that moving forward and hope that the nfl players association and the owners will come to an understanding and understand that an extra week will be too much for these guys and as much as it might be fun for us to see more football it might not be in the long term because the product will diminish if all the star players won't be able to play Let's think about that moving forward. Okay, guys. Um, if you guys think that playing sports is easy, it really isn't. Tennis players get hurt also. It might look like an easy sport, but they'd also get hurt. Most of the top guys have been out with injuries. Djokovic, Nadal, Williams... Federer, they've had major injuries. So sports on a whole is very tough because you have to prepare yourself not only physically but mentally for the task at hand. And depending on the length of the season of the sport you're in, it could be very taxing on your body. 
So let's respect what these people do moving forward and understand that as much as it's fun for us to watch, then put on a show for us and get us glued to the television sets and get our interest peaked. It takes a lot to go out there to perform at the highest level for us to see. Okay, guys, it's not easy. It's not as easy as breathing in and breathing out air. It is tough. And even breathing in and breathing out air is a process also. Know that. Alright, so, since I told you guys that I forgot to do Sunday support, I'm going to throw that in today. So, my suggestions of podcasts that I'd like you guys to check out... The first one would be Shots of Honesty with Star and Julian. They are also on Spotify. I think you can also get them on Apple. I'm not sure. Apple or Google Podcasts. Their star owns a cookie wash for the ladies. It's cookie wash um, business in Florida. It's based in Florida. Julian also does um, web-based um, black entertainment on YouTube but together they're very good friends together they have this podcast called Shots of Honesty it's very fun very hip I'd suggest you guys check it out it's really fun to listen to another podcast I'm thinking you guys might like is Righteous and Ratchet that is brought to you by Kev on stage and Doughboy. I found these guys on All Def on YouTube, and uh, when All Def stopped showing, they came together and did. Uh, I think they did a stand-up comedy tour with them and two others. But then these two decided to come together because they're very good friends, come together and do a podcast called Righteous and Ratchet. The righteous side would have been Kev because he's a Christian and the ratchet side is Doughboy because he just stay ratchet. I think you guys would love it. It's on Spotify. They also have a YouTube channel, Righteous and Ratchet. You might want to check that out. Another podcast I think you guys might like is this one is for my Caribbean people. It's called Let's Be Honest. It's brought to you by Jay Frey, and he does this podcast with his friend Chevy. They have interesting takes on dance hall, whatever is going on in the political space in Jamaica or in the Caribbean. They have their opinions on parenting, you know, sex, you know all that but I think if you're from a Caribbean background or even not a Caribbean background but you want to understand certain things in the dance hall space or Caribbean space you should give Let's Be Honest podcast by Jay Free a try they're also on Spotify they also you can support them on Instagram and I think if I'm not mistaken they also have a section on YouTube but you guys can check that out. The last podcast I want to suggest is Boss Nerd Slut Podcast. Let me say that again for those who weren't listening the first time. Boss Nerd Slut Podcast. Three ladies that come together, they believe that you can be a boss, you can be a nerd, you can be a slut, you can be anything you want to be, but just be you. Which I'll respect and I'll support they are also on podcasts. Uh, not, 
what am I saying? They're also on Spotify. I think they're also on Apple and Google. And you can find their page also on Instagram. It's boss, B-O-S-S, nerd, N-E-R-D, S-L-U-T, slut, podcast. You guys can support all these podcasts. And if you feel free, you can let them know that Simple J-A-S-S, their podcast sent you there. Because I found them to be fun. And I'm all about supporting my fellow podcasters. As long as they're amazing. So you guys should give them a try. Now, for my nurses who are taking the NCLEX, whether you're taking the PN, the practical nurse NCLEX, or the RN NCLEX, I have a site I think you guys might benefit from. It's called the Remar Review. And um, they have a YouTube page. They also do reviews on Facebook. And they also, you can check them out on Instagram. It's called the Remar Review. Check it out. It's very good. And they break everything down in depth for you. And it's good when you guys are ready and preparing to do the end clicks. And if any one of you guys use the Remar Review and do the end clicks and does pass... Please send me your info so I can pass it on to Remar Review because they're always looking to get feedback. So I would appreciate the feedback. Thank you. Music, I think you guys should check out. If you are a rap fan, I would definitely recommend Royce the Five Nine's album, Allegory. Royce the Five Nine is so improved. I feel like once he got his self organized and he got sober and just got in that space he just sees things from different angles and i love the way he raps so i would definitely recommend allegory by royce the five nine i would recommend the box by roddy rich young kid in the game love him i'm very impressed with him and i think you guys will love it too tink has an album called Hopeless Romantic. I love it. I think it's she's underrated. She doesn't get her just due. And I'd like you guys to go and listen to Tink. T-I-N-K. The album is called Hopeless Romantic. Well put together. And she's very much a good talent. And I think you guys should. I was put on to Billie Eilish by one of my supporters. I really never listened to her before. And I'm glad I was recommended because her music is great. Anything Billie Eilish, I guess I would recommend to you guys. Very talented, very young, but very talented. Like an old soul for me. I really like that. So you guys should really check that out. Billie Eilish, Tink, Roddy Rich, and Royce the Five Nine. Businesses I'd like to highlight this week. Um, Two. So, first one is luluholistics.com. They have a location in North Fort Lauderdale in Florida. They have two locations that I know of in New York. Bronx, New York, and Jamaica, Queens. Basically, Lulu Holistics is, you know, they do feminine products, you know, for uh, a vaginal steam, you know, acne, 
all of that stuff. And their stuff is natural and very healthy for your body. So I would definitely recommend Lulu Holistics. L-U-L-U Holistics. H-O-L-I-S-T-I-C-S dot com. You guys should definitely go and check them out. Another one I would recommend is Ancient Cosmetics. I'll spell it for you guys. Ancient, A-N-C-I-E-N-T-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-Z dot com. It's natural body care products for both men and women. Um, Acne moisturizers for the face and body creams. This site caters, as I said, to both men and women. I think you guys should check it out. So let me repeat that. That is Ancient Cosmetics, A-N-C-I-E-N-T-C-O-S-M-E-T-I-C-Z.com. I hope you guys um, are support these podcasts that I recommended. Support these businesses that I recommended because they are very good. And for my nurses, please don't forget to check out Remar Review. They have their Facebook page. They have a YouTube section. And you can check out their website. It's Remar Review. They also have a sale where they give you a virtual setup where you can go online and study online. Go to their website and check it out. Let me know if any of these recommendations are something that you guys really enjoy or appreciate. Always leave your feedback at podcast at gmail.com. That's S-I-M-P-L-E-J-A-S-I-S-T-A-H podcast at gmail.com. Or you can send me your feedback on simplejasista at on twitter or on instagram i really really love you guys so much and thank you guys so much for the support you guys are amazing i love you 110 percent that's an extra 10 percent just to show you how much i think you guys are amazing and just don't forget to be you and live by your own rules bye guys